this was the miracle I was begging for. This was the feeling I was so desperate to get to. It wasn't physical manifestations I was waiting for. It was this. I finally feel like a multimillionaire. Every time I set an intention, I manifest it every single time, especially when it's an internal one, every single time. I am so ready to do stuff. Like I'm so excited to start showcasing myself to the world as, like, as a rock star. I'm already doing it. I, I launched a music video two days ago. I think the reason why so many of us fool ourselves into thinking that we don't know what we want is because when we think about what we want, we think about it in terms of what's acceptable, what's expected, what we think is possible for us or available to us. And in doing that, we censor. Excited to finally step into that after all these years. Like, nothing lights me up like that. Nothing lights a fire under my ass like that. Like that, I will put in the work for that because the work for that is fun. Like, let's go. I'm good. Welcome to Rebel Gold, baby. What's up, my rebels? I'm back. Oh, wow. Okay. So before I even say anything else, I'm just going to say sometimes I'm just going to share my experience with you guys like I do in this episode because I am in a transition period and right now the best way I feel like I can serve others is just by sharing my experience because maybe someone listening is going through something relatable and they can feel connected and supported and understood by knowing someone else has gone through it and got through it and Maybe if I share the things that I learned or realized along the way, it can help someone else get through what they're going through. So after that last episode about not taking action too soon, I took that shit seriously. I followed my own advice and took some time to really, truly heal. It's just to go inward and explore my life like a little more to discover exactly what it is that lights me up so that I can begin to really flow and create in a way that's meaningful to me and in a way that makes sense for who I am and for the vision that I'm holding. Because I had this plan, right, after the third episode to make the next episode about choosing yourself. And I started to write it, but almost immediately it, it just didn't feel authentic. And that's because I still wasn't actually choosing myself. I I wanted to be and I thought I was, but then after looking at myself and my patterns, I realized that I most definitely was not choosing myself. So that is an episode I absolutely still want to do, but just being completely transparent, I'm still solidifying choosing myself now. So I'm not quite in a position to do that episode yet. And then I just didn't know what to make the next episode about because I was, honestly, I was just feeling really lost and confused. And I didn't feel like I was in a good position to speak confidently to other people about the things that I'm doing and envisioning. I felt like I had no authority to tell anybody anything because I... I don't really know what happened, but I just kind of felt like I didn't know anything. And yeah, honestly, I had to just roll with it. So instead of 
writing another episode, I just spent a lot of time with my close friends and camping and going out to dinner and hanging out in my sacred place on the lakeshore. I did know that I needed to fall in love with my life again, but without any attachments to where that's going to lead me or what material gain I'm going to get from it. And I did begin to break free a little bit. But truthfully, I went through some extremely painful moments. Like, the most painful moments yet. And it, I didn't... Just some really painful shit that I didn't see coming. But these moments were exactly what I needed. Because they were the catalyst for true true healing finally and i know i've already talked about going through hard times in order to grow and learn and yes i definitely was growing and learning all of that time of course up until these past couple of months i was learning at an exponential rate but i hadn't really begun to heal from the hardest period of my life and from deep deep emotional wounds from way, way back that continued to reopen in various aspects of life because they hadn't been acknowledged, examined, and honored. I had a lot of resistance around the way I was feeling for a long, long time. And you can't heal with resistance. You have to allow yourself to fully feel your experience and feel your true feelings. And yeah, I understand why people don't do it because that shit is terrifying when you don't have practice doing it and it hurts like a bitch by the way though side note i actually love doing this work now it was terrifying at first but now i'm like i'm practiced doing it i know what it's done for me i know that i can get through it i know i'm always stronger afterward i know that i know myself better afterward like everything is better after i do it and i know that it can't kill me so now I'm like, yes, yeah, sign me up for the, for the hard inner work. I'm all about it. So I knew I had to go inward. I knew I had to just kind of like be a little bit reclusive from the outside world and like kind of just like retreat a little bit and just go deep inward. And it was extremely painful, but it was exactly what I needed. So since there was just very little movement toward my vision, I just got extremely uncomfortable. And I was essentially forced to make a choice. Either be miserable for the foreseeable future, which uh, to me basically means die because fuck that shit, or dive deep into the pain. Goddamn, I'll never forget the first truly painful moment. Or really any of them, but that first one, these were all essential pivot points on the map of the hero's journey. And after allowing the pain for a couple months, that's when the epiphanies began rolling in. And that's what this episode is about. The key markers of a total breakthrough. The breakthrough I was begging for. The miracle I was literally dying to experience. The specific and painfully vivid turning points. So it's basically just a recap of the past few months and how I got here to a new era of life a whole new vibe new thoughts new colors new perspectives 
a new feeling in my body, just literally knew everything. So here it is, mid-July, shortly after releasing the third episode. I'm taking the fun out of everything by trying to be perfect. I was in a Zumba class and I looked around at everyone smiling and having a blast and I realized I wasn't having any fun when I'm doing one of my absolute favorite things in the world. I'm dancing outside in the summer to amazing choreography with a whole group of happy and fun-loving people and I'm not having any fun. What? I cared so much about mastering every move right away and when I didn't, I felt hopeless and not talented enough. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, I was really doing that to myself. Well, it didn't necessarily get better after that, but I locked into the realization and I knew I needed to pay close attention to it for a while so I could like examine how it was affecting my life and holding me back and making me absolutely miserable and insane. So now I know having a fun life is a priority. And if what I'm focused on isn't going to be fun, I'm not going to focus on it anymore. And I'm going to have fun doing the things I love. Otherwise, I don't want to do them. Early August. August 1st, to be exact. My soul can't afford for one more thing to not work out. Holy shit. I was in my sacred place in the parking lot doing something in my car on the passenger side. I don't know, like rifling through clothes or through my backpack or something. And it hit me. I had been just going around and around and around in my mind for hours. And then it just hit me. My soul can't afford to have one more thing not work out. And I broke down and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed right there. Lots of people around. Oh, well, it was incredibly painful. But there was relief in it, knowing how true that was for me in that moment. And I knew that uncovering that fear was a big step. Huge step to a breakthrough. But yeah, it still didn't get better. July and August were rough emotional months. I'm just going to be real. But I knew I was onto something. So I just kept having as much fun as I could and allowing myself to have my experience. Mid-August, August 11th. I need to find something else to focus on. And uh, just remembering this moment makes me feel sick. I was babysitting for some friends of mine and just hanging out on the couch with a bad headache and sick to my stomach and it was not because I was coming down with a bug it was because I was destroying my joy and stifling my soul by focusing on being in love with a man I couldn't be with but I just couldn't take another second of it I knew that a huge reason I wanted him so badly was because of how much I admired him for being so focused on his vision and his art. And I knew that that was telling me something and it's because I want the same thing for myself. 
I have to put my focus on something that feels good to me and serves me. Okay, and I knew I was collecting vital data at this point. I was still going through it. I felt like absolute garbage. I was not getting better, but I knew I was just, everything was coming up because I had been doing this work for like two and a half years now, doing the work, doing the work, doing the work, learning the tools, getting the tools, but I hadn't applied them really deeply to myself, which is why I didn't feel like I could have any authority to help anybody else. So everything came up and I was going through it. Like all the deep stuff. I thought I had sorted through everything. All the deep stuff came up and I just stood there and faced it later that night. This can't be my life. There has to be more for me. After babysitting, I went out with one of my best friends and her mom and sister at a really nice restaurant downtown. And on the surface, it was a lovely and delightful experience, but I still was sick to my stomach and had a headache. Burned into my brain is the memory of turning backward in my seat while my friends were chatting away, looking out at our beautiful city all lit up in the night at this fun fancy restaurant that felt like a normal everyday thing for me yet being painfully aware of the fact that i'm not physically even remotely close to where i want to be in life thinking this can't be my life there has to be more for me after we parted ways i put my headphones on and walked around downtown and i was listening to the album that changed my life for good the album that i have tattooed on my arm and the most emotional and raw song on the album came on right as it started to downpour. And my soul just opened and overtook my entire world. I stood on the sidewalk outside of the public museum, drenched in the pouring rain and just sobbed. My whole heart came undone. And I just looked up at the stormy night sky and I don't think I ever felt more connected to the universe and I don't think I ever felt more like the universe and I were talking to each other than I did in that moment. I did feel better after that and I enjoyed the rest of my night but life still didn't really change much. I was just continuing to collect data and I was paying extremely close attention. Early September. Sacred place. In flow. Finally feeling a bit more free waking up with pink eye the closest urgent care doesn't take my insurance so i decided to make it a funny experience and just deal with it and drive back to grand rapids to get the eye drops path of least resistance i had a great time the weather was perfect the drive the music everything urgent care and pharmacy were a breeze i spilled my experience expensive nutritious muffins on the crown at the gas station and i almost derailed but i chose to find it all hilarious so i drove peacefully back to the lakeshore again everything is perfect i'm feeling pretty proud of myself now this is all important because i was finally learning to be in harmony with my experience and not let less than ideal circumstances dictate my state of being, which is great considering what was about to come next. 
Settled back in and ready to adventure, I decided to finally write the next episode of the podcast. I knew choosing yourself wasn't the topic, so I decided to go and meditate on what to make it about. I was so relaxed and confident and feeling like an absolute queen. Nothing can stop me anymore. Oh, my world was about to be rocked like never before. Hopping off my bike and pulling out my phone to sit down at the picnic table in the Central Park. Feeling so inspired. I open my phone. I have two snap texts, each from a different friend within the same circle. The king is dead. My homie, my lifeline, my biggest cheerleader, my safety. Gone, just like that. Gone. Two days after we exchanged some very important words. It was like a movie. Everything was in slow motion. I was out of my body watching myself, collapsed on the ground, screaming into the phone to one of the friends that told me, please tell me it isn't true. Please say it's not true. No, no, no. I did not write the podcast episode. My world was frozen. My vision was blurry. Dazed and shattered. I couldn't move for a long time. I forgot how to function. Until I decided that there was no way in hell I wasn't still going to have a relationship with him. If he's non-physical now, I can experience him in a whole new way. And this decision brought just enough energy back to my body to get myself and my bike back to where I would wait for my friends who were on their way to spend a few days. Thank God, because normally I love being there alone, but not now. I hated that he was gone physically. I still do. But I was fascinated by the relationship I was about to have with him. I knew our journey together was not finished. And if I wanted that relationship, I knew I had work to do. I knew I had to see the beauty in it. I had to take as much as I can learn from it and use it to grow and heal many areas that are wounded in my life and then help other people to do the same. I was thinking of doing an entire episode on this, but just in case I don't, the two biggest lessons I learned from his passing are stop trying to make things in people that aren't for you work for you. Because think of what you might be keeping out of your experience by focusing on something that doesn't work for you. Think of what you are missing out on that actually is meant for you. And the second major lesson that I really learned from this is you can't rely on someone else for your validation, security, and comfort. I started to pay really close attention to these two lessons and put into practice a new way of being. And I'm still pretty young in it and I've barely embodied it, but I know it now and I'm turning in the direction of it. I spent pretty much all of my life trying to make things and people that aren't for me work for me and getting my validation and security from other people. So it, it will take a while. So I've been working very hard to say the least. After that, I basically just tried to get through it for the next couple of months. 
I knew everything was about to change, though. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew that my life was about to start looking and feeling very, very different. Which brings me to the end of October, early November. As we were approaching the full moon for October, I knew I was ready for a full-on release and a nervous system reset and just a, a total breakthrough. Everything in my body and being was telling me it's time and it's happening. I was headed to a full moon sound healing immersion with a client of mine and I knew the timing was perfect and that I was going to benefit from it greatly. So if you're unfamiliar with astrology, essentially when it's the time of the full moon, that is the time when you can harvest your intentions, things that you've been working on creating. That's the time for things to come into fruition and, and come into being. And then this was the full moon in Taurus and reading the description of it and at this sound healing immersion ceremony when the description of the full moon in Taurus was, was read to us, I just knew like yes this is i was right about everything this is the time it's about to happen i'm in it this is the breakthrough this is my moment this is everything has been coming to this point i am a, i'm about to be it do it have it get it whatever it is the thing that i've been searching for and fighting for and dying for it's this full moon is when it's manifesting i knew because i just everything was so in sync and so aligned and so everything was perfect. That's all I'm going to say. Everything changed after that. Everything. We had the full moon two days later. And the night of the full moon, I had one of the most relaxed and magical nights I had ever had at a Halloween party with some dear friends of mine. Everything was perfect. The next night, I had the most healing moment of my entire life. The biggest epiphany of my entire life. I don't even know what brought it on. I was sitting in contemplation and meditation in the quiet and the thought came into my head. The words so clearly and easily articulated, so matter of fact, I snapped right out of my meditation and my entire body was electrified. I've never cried like that in my life. Everything from my entire life previously that had ever caused me distress, pain, worry, fear, confusion, anxiety, dread, grief, and sorrow was flushing out of me. All resistance had dropped. Everything was clear. There were electric impulses circulating around my entire body. I could see it. I could feel it. it I was trembling and I was breathing like I had just ran an Olympic marathon. It was the true end of an era. I was clean. I was healed. I was new. I came out of that a totally new and purified person. And in that moment, I entered into a new era. This was the miracle I was begging for. This was the feeling I was so desperate to get to. It wasn't physical manifestations I was waiting for. It was this. This renewed spirit, this peace, this featherweight body, this knowing. It was the first time in my life I had ever, ever felt this way. A chapter whose closing had been a long, long time coming had finally closed. 
and the appointment for the tattoo to commemorate it is set. So after gaining my composure, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said out loud to myself, you're writing the second album. And my life has been different ever since. And I'm going to talk all about it in the next episode. Oh my gosh, you guys. Thank you so much if you made it to the end of this episode. It was honestly, truly a pleasure to do this again. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this was inspiring or um, healing or uplifting or helpful in some kind of way to you. I hope that you can feel connected through this, um, heard and, and understood. I hope that you feel like you have somebody, you know? I hope this brought something to you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. I'm so excited to talk about the creative process and the new era of my life in creating this album on the next episode. I hope you come and listen to it. Thank you so much again, and I'll talk to you next time, guys. Love you. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Meg Lee, and this is an official production of Rebel Gold Inc. If you find this content relatable and inspiring, please share and subscribe so we can continue to bring more inspiration and empowerment to the world. You can connect with me more on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, all at The Magic Life of Meg Lee, Twitter at Magical Meg Lee, and Facebook at Meg Lee. All right, guys, until next time, peace out.